Is Path of Exile 2 going to be a Diablo 4 killer? That seemed to be the immediate dialogue trend that happened in response to a video I recently did in the comments section. And then so I went and I looked and I really feel that this is becoming something everybody is talking about. In my estimation, Path of Exile is taking aim at Diablo 4 with its promotion and some of the ways that it's answering questions about Path of Exile 2. And I did a video about that saying, listen, Path of Exile's coming for Diablo 4, but it quickly turned into a discussion about whether or not PoE 2 would be a D4 killer. And I went to research this topic. I found that many people had already weighed in. So I thought I would pull from multiple sources and have a discussion about this. As a non-Path of Exile player and a disgruntled fan of Diablo, this topic is of great interest to me. Now, I put all the good information right here at the beginning, all the research, basically in the form of a monologue, and I then discuss it with the live audience. So that is why the video is a little bit longer. If you like this kind of long-form content and live discussions, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. So will Path of Exile 2 in the future end up being a Diablo 4 killer? That is the question of debate that continues to emerge in the wake of Path of Exile Con and lots of Path of Exile 2 information. The event was actually called Exile Con, and this is where they debuted a lot of new footage and info about Path of Exile 2, and everybody's very excited. Now, I could not ignore some of the timing of the announcements as well as how they framed certain answers. So, I made a video basically saying, listen, Path of Exile 2 is coming for Diablo 4, and the response was both positive as well as interesting. Many people sort of excited to see, you know, me take an interest in Path of Exile, but also just excited to see another really good ARPG on the horizon. The immediate debate, however, seemed to center around whether or not PoE could kill Diablo. And so first, I want to quickly recap what happened. Why do I actually think that Path of Exile is kind of setting its sights on Diablo 4? I think there are some pretty telling pieces of information in there. But second, I want to look at three different outlets that are talking about this subject. We have The Escapist, we have Asmongold, and we have Game Rant. And I think they all have very interesting takes on this subject. But lastly, I do want to say that I ultimately don't think games can kill other games. However... I do think when the planets align and the right game comes along, it can push another game closer to the crumbling cliff that it's hurtling itself toward. And we could certainly see that happen with Diablo 4 and Path of Exile 2 if the right circumstances line up. So first, what what sort of happened that led to my initial video? I've never covered Path of Exile before. I've consistently been told to play it. Oh no, it's Alex will not leave me alone about this. But I've always felt that it was just not my cup of tea. Right, It's just not my kind of game. It's way too complex. I saw the skill trees. I've seen spreadsheets. I've seen Asmongold laughing at the complexity and trying to explain it to people. So I've not really ever covered it before. However, the more I saw of Path of Exile 2 and the more the dialogue started to emerge, I thought, hey, they, they seem to really be setting their sights on Diablo 4 and I've covered Diablo 4 quite a bit. So They officially announced the closed beta of Path of Exile 2 will be in June of 2024. Now, in my experience, I don't think I've ever seen a demo announced 11 months in advance. So I can't fault them for this strategy. Currently, Diablo 4 is not in a great state. And they're like, hey, you'll be able to play our game in 
11 months and everybody's like wow that's that's pretty far away but the Diablo 4 community was in full revolt against the game and against the devs and it was just probably a really good time to say look how great our game is you'll be able to play it next summer and having that happen I think in the literal wake of the Diablo 4 situation is just good strategy I can't really fault them for it and games radar titled their article as diablo 4 stumbles path of exile 2 goes for the jugular with closed beta date now this is a bit hyperbolic but the person who wrote the article just said listen you can't really ignore the coincidences and the timing here and they fundamentally concluded at the end of their article the more i think on it the more i'm convinced this is too perfect to be coincidental just the sheer time gap almost a full year between the announcement and the actual beta suggests to me that grinding gear saw an opportunity to strike while the prevailing king of arpgs is momentarily down i couldn't agree more that this was strategic i applaud the strategy but that was not the only thing now some of this commentary is going to come up later when i go through the escapist talking about how they think this is the next true next generation arpg they have very high praise and the game's director said that path of exile 2 will follow elden ring sort of direction rather than diablo 4's mmo path now just a little side note, I think this highlights one of the main problems with Diablo 4. Is it an ARPG or is it an MMO? It's a little bit of both. I have a live stream in the past where I argued Diablo 4 is an MMO in disguise, but then I did another video where I said Diablo 4 has an identity crisis, but the director expounded more on this. What exactly does he mean? Like, we're not going to go the MMO route, we're going to go more the Elden Ring route. He had the following to say, Blizzard certainly has a lot more around, like cooldown rotations and things like that, but also just the more open world design and that kind of thing. He goes on to explain that whereas we're going more in the Elden Ring sort of direction, it's much more action focused, but with a hardcore bent. The action-focused versus sort of the open world with cooldown rotations is very much speaking to the Diablo 4 audience right now. I'll be honest, it immediately got my attention in light of everything I've said about Diablo 4 is just kind of boring. It doesn't really have the speed and the action and the excitement, and then they slowed everything down going in to Season 1. And the last bit that he had to say about seasons I do think is important before we look at what Gold and The Escapist and Game Rant have to say about will this game kill Diablo? Before I move on to that, the seasonal challenge, the ongoing content challenge is always something that will be difficult for games to wrangle that would like to have things go ongoing. And on this topic, the game director said, the learning process for running a live game with seasons like this is a hard one. We've learned our lessons about how to do this stuff. Honestly, when I look at that, all I can think is, man, it's tough. It's a real tough situation to be in. I feel very bad for the developers because I'm sure they mean well, but it's a hard lesson to learn. Now, this got my attention for very specific reasons. Beyond my frustrations with Diablo 4, I've always been interested in how games approach ongoing content. I've always said that elasticity and longevity are the two single most important things for an ongoing game, but they're also the most challenging thing to pull off. I'm well aware that PoE will utilize the seasonal character method that I find both appealing and unappealing in Diablo 4. Sometimes I want to start a new character for a season, other times I don't. My main issue with Diablo 4 
was I just couldn't do the battle pass. I couldn't do the challenges with my Eternal Realm character. I'm okay with missing out on the seasonal mechanics or the really fast leveling. That's only interesting to me if I actually want to do a seasonal character that time around. So I'm officially taking interest in Path of Exile as a game, even though I know their ongoing model will feature the seasonal content structure. Now, What about the big question of today, though? That's just sort of the lead-up, that it seems like Path of Exile's taking aim at this game, so is this a Diablo 4 killer, okay? Can a game that looks like this, runs like this, is clearly targeting the Diablo 4 audience, can it actually kill Diablo, (laughs) right? So first, Asmongold has some comments on this. He reacted to DM Diablo's uh, video about things just aren't great right now. People are ruining games. Second, we have a Game Rant article arguing why Path of Exile 2 won't be a Diablo 4 killer. And lastly, The Escapist thinks that PoE 2 is the true next-gen ARPG. Now, in this video from DM Diablo, if you've not watched him, he's a great guy. He seems genuinely very, very nice. He's getting a little discouraged, though. A lot of negativity. He kind of blew up. He already had a Diablo Immortal channel, but then he had a Diablo 4 channel that exploded. And he was sort of frustrated, and he made a video about gaming being ruined and the constant comparisons. Like, he's not allowed to talk about Path of Exile 2 without people crapping on it or crapping on Diablo. He's not allowed to talk about Diablo without people crapping on Diablo or crapping on Path of Exile. It's always sort of like a comparison war uh, with the fans. So Asmongold was watching this video and he sort of reminisced how he said the exact same thing happened with the original Path of Exile 1 closed beta. Everybody used it as a chance to bash on Diablo 3. However, Asmongold does say that he thinks there's no excuse for every system in Diablo 4 should have been working at launch and I wholeheartedly agree with him I tried to tell people everything I could see from the surface told me Diablo 4 was not ready at launch and everybody told me that I was stupid and look at the sales numbers and look how popular the game is as if that is a refutation of a game not being ready Diablo 4 has consistently shown itself to not be ready and the state that it's in right now is all the proof you need that that game was not ready for launch Now, they go on to talk about more things, right? He's comparing the game studios. I have a hard time disagreeing with Asmongold, okay? He's basically saying Diablo 4 should always be better than PoE, okay? And I I kind of agree with him. He's essentially arguing the difference in size of the game studios, and he's like, look, there should never be anything in Path of Exile that's better one-to-one. That just shouldn't happen. These guys should not be outdoing you. And it's really difficult to not agree with what he's saying, right? The resource differences between the companies really leaves them without an excuse, and I I genuinely agree with what he's saying. Now, when asked for examples of all of the problems with Diablo 4, he just rattles off a laundry list, and he's like, I think that's a great place to start. Like, he just quickly sort of runs the game down, and I thought it was an excellent display of, like, listen, a game can be good, because he did say there were things that Diablo 4 does better than Path of Exile. He thinks the open world is better. He thinks that's an advantage over Path of Exile. He also thinks that the social interactions as well as the campaign is better in Diablo 4. Now again, he's comparing Path of Exile 1 here to Diablo 4. We don't actually know if the campaign in Path of Exile 2 is going to be any better. I think the boss fights have gotten tons of praise. They look incredible. They look really fun. Uh, I'll get to the escapist in a moment. He had some really 
really good things to say about the boss fights in Path of Exile 2 because you got to play it. Now, Asmongold spends a good, you know, portion of the video interacting with the subject of polarization, the frustrations of trying to have good dialogue right now in just a sea of toxicity and people generally just being very tribalistic. Near the end, he says that he actually believes folks who stream and cover Diablo will be able to easily transition to Path of Exile. He believes that because of the genre, as long as you're a good content creator, people will follow you. And I actually tend to agree with him, especially because the games have so much similarities at a base level. And, and I think the reason that people are thinking about this is they're like, yeah, man, when Path of Exile 2 rolls around... I might end up playing that game a lot, streaming that game a lot. Who knows where Diablo 4 will be at that point in time. Now, he interacts with a chatter who thinks that DM is worried. Uh, Darth Microtransaction is like the full name, but everybody you know calls him DM. He, 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 the guy in chat's basically saying, oh, he's just worried that Diablo is going to die. And Asman thinks, like, look, nobody wants Diablo to die. Generally speaking, the topic of the video was not like, can Path of Exile kill Diablo? But you definitely get the impression from Asmongold. He's like... They're both doing good things. One's not really going to kill the other. So Game Rant goes even further than this. Game Rant doesn't really waste any time letting you know what they think. The title of their article is Why Path of Exile 2 is Not a Diablo 4 Killer. Now they do highlight though that I've also seen this sort of in the wake of Diablo 4 Season 1 and the Path of Exile 2 announcements they had the following to say. Diablo 4 Season of Malignant highlighted underlying problems with the game and its balance And with the hype train now riding for Path of Exile 2, some are already calling it a Diablo 4 killer. I I saw this as well. I saw people sort of saying, yep, here's our killer, here's our Diablo 4 killer, Diablo 4 dead, rip Diablo, because, you know, Path of Exile is looking pretty good. And they mention something that I've heard over the years. If you're familiar with me and my background... You know that I used to cover a game called Destiny, and in all of my years of covering that, I constantly would hear about the next Destiny killer, and Game Rant is apparently familiar with this as well. They said this concept is not new to video games, especially live service ones, and one of the biggest examples to this day is Destiny 2. Bungie's Space Magic Looter Shooter didn't start with a seasonal model, but rather leaned into it further down the line, and since then there have been multiple so-called Destiny 2 killers, yet... The game is still here, and it's likely the same will happen with Diablo 4 and Path of Exile 2. I, I, I really agree with this. I don't think you can necessarily set your sights on a game and quote-unquote kill it, right? The, the only thing, I always said this, the only thing that'll kill Destiny is Destiny. That will be the, the ultimate <laughs> villain in the room who puts the knife slowly in the back. And that might be happening right now, according to some fans, but we don't really cover that. If I'm honest, Diablo is going, I think, in a direction where currently they're kind of doing a bang-up job, hurting themselves and driving players away. But at some levels, however, I do think even the article admits Path of Exile 2 does look more promising than Diablo. They said on paper, Path of Exile 2 might seem like it's topping Diablo 4 at every turn with a deeper customization process and a campaign that promises over 100 unique bosses. Now, something I mentioned in my video about Path of Exile 2 going for and kind of coming for Diablo 4 is that I feel like the classes 
are in Path of Exile 2's corner. I just sort of did some reading, did some research, read this article, and they're saying the same thing here. They said, Path of Exile 2's classes might have an advantage over Diablo 4, considering the former has a whopping total of 12 with three Ascendancy classes, whereas the latter, Diablo 4, only has Five. However, they do see both games having a similar problem. If the original Path of Exile is anything to go by, the sequel will face the same issue as Diablo 4's eternal and seasonal characters, with the latter being the only way to experience future seasons. As such, it's hard to see Path of Exile 2 as a clear winner between the two games from the get-go. Their ultimate conclusion is something that I strongly agree with. I, I do agree, though, that they're saying, listen, it's hard to say one's winning and one's losing. They're both doing similar things. Like, especially, there were plenty of people that just were very vocal about the seasonal character model in Diablo 4. Now, I predicted that. I said, listen... The average person that's not familiar with this isn't going to like it. They're going to invest all this time in one character, and they're not going to understand why they have to start over. The seasonal character model started in Diablo 3 two years after its launch. People were receptive to it because you didn't have anything else going on. You'd had plenty of time to max out a ton of characters. Season 1 in Diablo came, like, what? A month after the game's release. So people being upset about that was not surprising. And the author thinks that, well... Path of Exile 2 is doing the same thing, and it might receive the same criticism. However, their ultimate conclusion was that games can coexist and potentially help each other. Ultimately, they say, there are and will be even more pros and cons to playing either Diablo 4 or Path of Exile 2, and that doesn't mean there's room for only one of them. In fact, they could even influence one another with new updates and even their mistakes. This shows that not only they can happily coexist, but they can even survive and thrive over long spans of time by being on the market at the same time time now i think this is probably the best way to look at this there's room for both games they can influence each other in good ways which is why the opinion from the escapist i think is important so the escapist weighed in on this and the title of their article is path of exile 2 is the true next generation arpg now alex barry is the author he was at exile con event and was excited to play the demo of path of exile 2 because quote after seeing them present outrageously good-looking visuals, boss fights that looked like Dark Souls had entered the ARPG genre, and character movement that looked like it couldn't possibly be in an ARPG. So he was very excited to get into the game. He's like, man, they got these amazing boss fights. It, it, the movement doesn't even look like something you could do in an ARPG. That's something that we've heard quite a bit about. Now, first, he compares the graphics in the environments. He says, I can confidently say that Path of Exile 2 has Diablo 4's environments beat hands down, where things felt dull, lifeless, and kind of blended into one large amalgamation of map in Diablo 4. I felt like Path of Exile 2 had environments full of life, distinctive character, and intrigue. Now, obviously, the footage I'm showing you right now is just like a garden variety dungeon, but this was a common complaint about Diablo 4. It was one of the reasons why I didn't feel like anything was really changing from level 16 to 26. I didn't feel like I was doing anything new. The enemies didn't seem that different. The environments didn't seem that different. My, my combat, my attacks, nothing was really changing. It was very static. So him noting that I think has my attention. I'm, I'm like, I'm talking to you and reading my monologue, but I'm also kind of trying to watch this gameplay and like look for like cool things that maybe I haven't noticed yet. So, because it does look really, really good. Now he made mention how he never once stopped to look at the environments 
times in Diablo 4, but he did this numerous times in Path of Exile 2. And after playing for a bit with the Monk class, he had the following to say. I have to say, I've never felt more like I was playing a true Monk class in a game before. I've always enjoyed playing the Monk as a class in the Diablo series, but I have to say, Grinding Gear Games has absolutely nailed the look and feel of the Monk class. Now, he outlines the various moves and this new dodge roll mechanic that everybody's very excited about, and how he says it gives combat a very good feel, and he concludes... All this maneuverability really made melee feel vastly different compared to the more rigid and face-tanky feeling combat of melee classes in previous ARPGs. So, he's like, man, the maneuverability, you're fast, you're quick, it doesn't feel face-tanky, like you're a melee guy, and you just gotta kind of stand there and just sit there and wail, wail on them while they wail on you. He does say, however, that this game is not a walk in the park. He says, once you start running into magic enemies or stronger enemies, you really have to think about your positioning, you have to think about your skills and your abilities and your attacks, and when and how to use them. His comments about the bosses actually starts to make sense of why the director made mention of Elden Ring. He says, these bosses are tough, and I was immediately reminded of the kind of design and difficulty that you'd expect to find in Elden Ring. I found myself having to learn attack patterns, not get greedy with my attacks by getting a few attacks in before rolling out to retreat and reassess and get back in much like how I played Elden Ring so you're starting to see this he gives an example of a boss fight as well he concludes that the game feels like the culmination of two genres ARPG and Souls likes which is actually very very interesting if you think about it the fact that they're swinging that hard at giving you boss fights and experiences that are essentially like Souls fights now this is this again I think this makes sense as to why why the the director said like hey look this game is going to be a little bit more like Elden Ring than like an MMO with open world and class cooldowns and skill cooldowns right now he ultimately concludes that the design visuals combat characters and depth of the systems in Path of Exile 2 is just ludicrous and the couple of hours that I spent in the game blew all previous ARPGs out of the water now he concludes with a sentiment that many are echoing, and it's very relevant to today's topic. He says, I don't think I'll be able to go back to Diablo 4 after experiencing what a real next-generation ARPG feels like to play. So, this is why people are saying, hey, this is a Diablo killer. Now, they may be saying it's a Diablo killer for them personally, okay? They're like, I- I'm, not, I'm not going back, okay? I- I'm, I'm going to keep playing Path of Exile when it comes out, okay? Now, it's obviously a ways away, but I want to kind of transition into my last segment. Games don't kill games, but they can certainly help with their downfall. Okay, first, I think it's clear that Path of Exile is targeting the Diablo audience. They would be kind of foolish to not target the Diablo audience, given the similarities and the genre. But that's not the same as actually killing another game. I do think, given the similarities and the current feedback, Path of Exile 2 stands to actually pull quite a bit of the audience from Diablo, and that's both admirable given Diablo's popularity, but it's also a risky thing to do. Many games have targeted the looter-shooter audience, and it has been one of the factors of their downfall. I also think it's very rare to see this level of alignment, and ironically, the last time this happened, it was a Blizzard game that allegedly claimed the life of another game. Overwatch and Battleborn is what I'm referring to. The demo of Overwatch 
landed in the same window as Battleborn's release date, and it was very clear that it hurt Battleborn's reception and popularity. Now, Battleborn had its own problems and bad design decisions. I played that game with my wife. It was not a good game. Gearbox made a mistake. They didn't want to be known as, like, the Borderlands developers, and they ended up making a bad game called Battleborn, and then Borderlands 3 wasn't very good either. It just it took too long to come out. That's a whole other video. But the, the point is, is that Battleborn, even though it had its own problems and wasn't built to last, I do think Overwatch helped with the decline happening quite a bit faster. And this is where I see things landing with Diablo 4 and Path of Exile 2. If Diablo 4 dies or continues to decline in quality and popularity, that will be Blizzard's own doing. But Path of Exile 2 can certainly help with how fast the player exodus happens. Another example comes to mind. The player exodus in World of Warcraft sort of coincided at one point with Final Fantasy XIV doing this massive big update and receiving tons of praise. Now, one did not cause the other. It was not like, oh, hey, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy XIV, let's all go play Final Fantasy, oh, no, let's leave WoW. I definitely think at some level, though, they were related. One can help expedite the other. So, at the end of the day, that's basically where I land. Games can't kill other games, but they can certainly help shove them closer to the cliff. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusions. Path of Exile 2 is certainly garnering attention from the Diablo audience. I myself has always have I've always always felt sort of standoffish with Path of Exile given the complexity and the builds, but hearing that Path of Exile 2 aims to curb that down and be more approachable sounds very interesting to me. And the Escapist article describing boss fights as being closer to Elden Ring really got my attention. The topic of one game killing another is always a bit overstated, and that's the second thing I want to say. It usually is driven by hardcore fans that are sort of seeing these games as competing. It certainly makes for fun conversation and for good comparisons, but as Game Rant said, it should actually end up benefiting both games as they clash against each other, sort of an iron sharpening iron situation. My conclusion is this. Games do not have the ability to kill other games, and when a game dies, it is always a giant combination of things. Devs mismanagement, unmet consumer expectations, player trends just sort of changing. But I will say, within that combination of things and all those factors, another better game can certainly help the death of a game move along at a quicker pace. But for now, Diablo 4 has a lot of work to do, and from where I sit, so does Path of Exile 2. And that's the show open. Thank you guys so much for being here. People responded so positively to the show. I'm not the show open. I'm sorry. The upload yesterday. I thought, okay, let's talk about this, right? Let's let's look at can a game kill another game? Can Path of Exile 2 kill Diablo 4? Where do you stand on it? I want to hear from you guys. Make sure you're smashing the like button. Almost 500 people here this morning. So make sure you are smashing that thing down we appreciate you guys so so much doing what you do for the channel and i'm going to give you a little reminder i'm going to give you guys a little reminder about the goals we have you need to get to 3500 by friday if you want an extra bonus stream that, that's one of the goals this month 3500 then 4000 4000 for jar jar Binks. okay well here's the thing i'm going to give you a chance to get two if you can get to 3500 before Friday, I'll do one this Friday, and I'll wear that Just Dance outfit that I already 
War, and I'll play some Beat Saber. My wife will have to find the Jar Jar Binks outfit. And DK Baker is ensuring that things get off to a nice start. We're at 32-33, okay? You basically need to hit what you did basically yesterday. You need to hit 125 today and 125 tomorrow, and that should do the trick. That should be sort of your stretch goal. I will gift the five every 25, as I always do. So, smash the like button. Let's get things started today. Don't forget about the coffee, reforgeroast.com. This supports me. It's mine. It's not a sponsor. Thank you guys so much for being here. Did this, did we not, uh, oh, we did not lock down end. We did not end the lockdown in Discord. Sorry about that. So, I want to know who here has played Path of Exile, who's interested in Path of Exile, who's who's never who's never played it before. Beat Saber Battle. Wait, can I actually battle you guys? Thank you so much, DK Beggar, for the first gifted member of the day. Cat with 29 months and a VIP. And according to fan funding, CrossFit Nerd has already gifted five members. We are actually already at six. Thank you so much for doing that, CrossFit Nerd. And then The Bright Side did a brand new membership during the show open before I was even live. Thank you so much. We are at seven members already for the day. Jake hitting 24 months. That's a red badge. Play POE with Alex, you coward. Listen, I was talking to Alex in a DM, okay? We, we exchanged pictures of each other. I'm just kidding. He's actually never sent me anything. And I, I've, I've begged. He's, he's begging me, though, to play Path of Exile. And I'm like, brother, I don't have time. I do not have time. Like, in the evenings, I've been playing Atlas Fallen. It's under embargo, so I can't say anything about it. But I'm going to be giving you guys a review next week when the embargo drops I got past a little snag I figured out what happened so I'm continuing to play that game so that I can give you guys a review I just don't have time I do not have time to play that now I'm tempted because my wife and I were really looking forward to playing Diablo 4 on the couch co-op right I was really looking forward to playing it with her on the couch and we're not playing it because it wasn't fun I wasn't having a good time I was bored out of my freaking mind Okay, so I was like, oh, I could play this on the couch with my wife. Now, I know you guys are like, oh, play with Alex, you coward, that'd be lit. There is certainly, I think, an opportunity for me to play with him and make content with him. I think we're polar opposites. I think it could be hilarious. Obviously, it probably wouldn't be safe for work. So I'll continue to think about that and brainstorm through that. Like, I love the fact that we're like totally different both in size and in, you know, content and demeanor. I think it'd be fun. But I also think, I don't have a ton of time, bro. (laughs) Like, I'm extremely busy. And Path of Exile looks incredibly demanding. Insanity says, for goodness sake, play PoE with your wife. Play non-melee with bows or spells. Come on. You'll hate PoE. It's definitely not a casual co-op game. That was the other thing I was thinking of. That was the other thing I was thinking of is people are like, brother, it's not casual. You're just, it's because when I play a game in the evening with my wife, I want it to be super casual. I'm working my way through Viewfinder, that puzzle game that came out, and she's been helping me. And I've been doing like the, the, the challenges and all this stuff. I think I'm like very, very close to the end of that game. And I'm, I've really been enjoying it. That's kind of how I end my night right now. And uh, Thiago Nunes says, do not get confused about PoE early levels being simplified. It will be even harder. The only simplification they are doing is at endgame. PoE 2 is PoE 1 
tuned down on speed. Well, it was my understanding, Thiago, that they were going to make building more approachable. I don't think it's going to be like a casual game. I don't I don't want to give anybody that impression. In my show open, I specifically talked about how they're wanting to make that specific aspect of the game more approachable. Like building a character isn't going to be this insanely elaborate thing where you're scratching your head and having to consult an Excel spreadsheet. I, I, I don't have any impression of it not being a hardcore game. They're talking about the bosses being like Elden Ring bosses. James Tiberius Kirk, haven't seen you in a while with a $10 super chat tip. Hey, Lono, been a minute. Remember how I said I'd be playing Diablo 4 for years? No. It's been erased from my hard drive. Gone. Finito. I'm done. I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 after a run in Remnant 2. Man, Remnant 2 is so fun. If I was not playing Atlas Fallen for a review, I would be playing Remnant 2. I was really starting to enjoy that game. I was hitting a really good build. I was really feeling strong. Welcome back, Ink Sanity, as a VIP. Guys, I, I'm i just going to go ahead and do this. We've never really done this before. This is a stretch goal, okay? If you do 125 today and 125 tomorrow, you're going to get a bonus stream Friday night. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to set it high. We, we never do that. I'm only going to do this today and tomorrow. We always do it incremental, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to set the bar way up there and see if you guys can't just absolutely tear this goal down. Solemn says, if you play PoE casually and are just looking for a casual experience, you will be fine. Now, I've had people tell me that. They're like, you can play Path of Exile casual, okay? You, you, you can play Path of Exile casual. And I'm like, okay, I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're, you're lying to me. I've watched a bunch of Remnant and it's just not doing it for me. Eugene, have you intentionally watched every single class? Because I've been watching some people play. I'm, you know, I'm on Gunslinger, and I definitely think class has a lot to do with it because of the things you can do. So I'd make sure you've seen all classes. Maybe you're watching classes that are, you know, unappealing to you. Nave comes back in with a member plus. Thank you so much for doing a member plus. Two things that turn me off about Poe. Having gone at it a few times, you have to follow a guide or your character will stink. Secondly, nothing looks good except for the paid cosmetics, so very little reward. You can play casual, says Disco Fabio. You just hit a wall way sooner, okay? I doubt you'd make it past level 20, says O-Zero. I don't take it as an insult. I am very much becoming a casual dad gamer it's not an insult at all because that literally describes me I'm a casual dad gamer I get done with you guys around 2 or 3 o'clock every day and from 3 to 6 I'm either show prepping with Creature writing a monologue or recording a video for the next day my content production is quite high for one person who only has one person helping me right creature wears about 15 hats and then i wear probably four hats like i'm not just the content creator okay i'm not just the talent so that has me incredibly busy right for uh dk bager agent of chaos sabotage just today just for today and tomorrow no dk bager agent of chaos i'll put it back if you guys want me to but you got to start hitting these real fast i'm just letting people know the bar is high today that's all so I'm, I'm a casual dad gamer. I don't have time. I literally get done with work at 6. I go upstairs, help with dinner, have dinner, go on a walk, practice soccer with my kiddos, come inside, read them a book, brush their teeth, put them to bed, come downstairs around 9.30-ish, 
9.45-ish, and I have maybe an hour and a half to play a game. Maybe, if I'm lucky. Usually we're watching a single episode of a show that we're enjoying, like currently Strange New Worlds, okay? So, I'm casual dad gamer, so I don't take offense at all when people are like, I don't know, Lono, you're not going to be able to play this game. You're not going to like it. You're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to get very far. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, right? Here they come. The single gifted members are like, listen, let's stack them all up. Whoa! It's a single gifted member train slams it to 10 just that fast. Look at that. Look, everybody get involved. Just Everybody just do one. Just give it a try. It'll make you feel good. We got Patrick Q. We got JC. We got John Always. Just 471 people here right now. Just like a hundred of you. Just be like, I'll try it. I'll try out a gifted. <laughs> just one. Pay it forward. Some of you guys right now have a gifted. You know, somebody was kind enough to gift you a member. It sounds eerily familiar. (laughs) No, I've not watched Twisted Metal yet. I do have, it's on Peacock, and I got Peacock for the Derby, but I have to cancel Peacock before it renews because I don't want to pay for it. I don't have time for it. Aaron Claypool does one, and Doe Devas does a five, taking us that quickly to 16. You love to see it. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Christopher Wright says, I'll hop on this train, and he gifts one. Today's a great day to gift members, guys. Do you want to know why? There's a ton of Path of Exile homies here, and I gotta be honest with you. You guys are all so nice. Everybody's been so cool and so welcoming in the comments and on Twitter, and I think it's great. I think you guys are, are very, very nice. And now we have one from Christopher Wright, and now we have one from Cat. Thank you so much taking us to 18. And one from Rob V, and one from Zybersword. You see how that works? Look at that. Cody Biscuits, I'm, I'm messing up my own thing. There we go, 21. One from True SSJ Havoc. It's a genuine, it is. You guys are doing it. It's an actual gifted member train. That's what it should look like. Don't let all the big boy scare you off just do one at a time big mole with 10 months trouble is your choice is experiment with it and likely hit a wall around act seven or eight uh or follow a guide if you aren't really going to learn the game yo thank you so much big mole for 10 months Rissick with 10 months coming in i'm 10 months with 10 gifted members coming in 32 and then keithius lg with five takes us to 37 you see you put the bar high and you guys start swinging at it we're already coming out of the gate at 37 if you're here and you get a gifted member man show some appreciation pay it forward gift one back or at the very least press that like button let's set our sights on 200 likes having a great time by the way big mole i saw your comments on twitter Man, oh man, people are really overreacting to my tweet. I have a video coming today about the absence of a Starfield demo, and I argue it from both sides. I'm like, this could be concerning, but this also could not be concerning at all. And I give both sides of the argument, so make sure you check out that video, Big Mole, and and share it with people that, like, for whatever reason, thought that that, that that tweet was like, I was trying to say something or whatever. Chat broke. Oh, you guys broke chat. Oh my gosh. So that's a 12. Hang on. Oh golly. That's a 12. So that's 49. I got one from Henry Heck, one from McDeo9, five from Solid Sake, five from Gale Windforce, and then 10 from Cardock Wren taking us to 59. And then Super Gaming with the VIP. You guys 100% are breaking chat right now. It's absolutely broken. <laughs> 
Thank you guys so much for a strong day and a strong start. You guys are the absolute best. I appreciate you so, so much. Let me turn the scene switcher on. I'm not switching scenes. There we go. Let me turn the coffee alert on. If you guys order any coffee, it should pop up. I may have missed some coffee orders. If that happened, let me know. Grady comes in with his own gifted member and gets us basically to the halfway mark of 60. You guys are absolutely crushing it. Now, I want to read what Eugene is saying here about Path of Exile 2. He says, if Path of Exile 2 was releasing soon, I'd be more inclined to think it would really hurt Diablo. But one of two things are going to happen. One, Diablo kills itself by then. Or two, Diablo figures it out by then. I think that's very well stated. True SSJ Havoc decides to bump the line by one. Kaiser Soze bumps the line by one and takes us to 62. Thank you guys so much. This is the kind of generosity I love to see. So many different people gifting. Thank you so much. Big Mole says, Path of Exile is goaded. If you're just tuning in, we have a bit of a gifted member train going on. If you hit like and subscribe, you're more likely to get one if you're here every day. I'm a safer-work broadcaster, and we're discussing whether or not Path of Exile can kill Diablo. Now, I fundamentally do not think one game can kill another game, but I do think if a game is hurtling itself toward a cliff, Another game can help it. It can be like, yeah, sure, we'll help you throw yourself off this cliff and lose all of your players. And Diablo 4, as Eugene just said, currently right now, if Path of Exile 2 dropped in a week, it'd be a problem for Diablo. I, I genuinely believe that. If, 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 if Path of Exile 2 was landing on PC and landing on console like a week from now, that would be a very, like, very serious problem for Diablo. But as Eugene says, the closed beta for Path of Exile is next year in the summer. That's a lot of time for Diablo to figure things out. And if we know they're good at one thing, it's figuring things out and fixing things. Maybe they're not so hot at launches, right? Diablo 3, terrible launch. Diablo 4, a little bit better, but then the season started and everything got worse. It was very clear the game was not ready been watching you for years bro love how you don't take crap from anyone i appreciate that cody thank you so much i play both games says aris the angel why are people putting it like poe versus diablo both games should do well so the other can get pushed to improve we as gamers benefit if they're both doing well i highlighted that in my show open and i agree with you i agree with you obviously it makes for a more inviting conversation if you kind of pit the games against each other but I fundamentally said in my show open that I, I actually think the games benefit from coexisting. Jay Wright gifts a member, and it goes to the incredible BLK, the gifted member train slowing down a little bit. Just a moment ago, you guys broke chat, and now you're taking it easy. Don't take it easy. Let's get this out of the way so we can just talk. <laughs> That's what we should do every day. Like, it's just set a really big member goal, slam it out, and be like, okay, we're done with that. Now we can have a conversation instead of me constantly having to thank gifted members i actually really think that diablo 4's popularity is going to help path of exile says big mole think loads of people found the new game a new genre but it's not quite right now that's an interesting perspective that's an interesting perspective that as diablo 4 rises in popularity in amongst players who traditionally don't play games like this that could in turn help Path of Exile because people will be like, well, I tried Diablo and it was fun for a little while. This game's looking crazy cool. Let me try out Path of Exile too. I think that's a good point. Yo, good morning, Feed. Thanks for being here. 
Seasonal RPG players will simply just keep swapping from game to game, alternating seasons. I definitely think that they know that, right? Look at me. Sure, I'm the captain now. That should say, look at me. I'm the ARPG now. <laughs> um, I, I, I do think people are going to do that because, I mean, last epoch, we've heard this. Is this official or is this a rumor? Last Epoch and Path of Exile apparently make sure that their seasons don't step on each other. Is that actually true? Rage Nerd says, you covered Destiny? I did. I did. (laughs) Uh, A lifetime ago. Uh, I was trying to come up with an innuendo, though, and it was too too much, so I didn't go with it. Put 50 hours in Diablo 4 and was turned off by the endgame, says Grady. More than likely not going to try out the seasonal stuff. Uh... Sarah Sarah Sinai says, exactly, it's a consequence of the seasonal model and time. Eventually, systems get built on systems. The PoE2 reset will definitely get me back into it as a player. Big Mole comes in and gives some members, uh, five gifted members, up to 68. Who's going to do it? A single will push us to 69. Somebody gets to claim that crown right now. Creature says, for a few days, for a few days, just touched it once or twice. Yeah, yeah, I just touched it once or twice, a couple of times, yeah. Jay Chris says, don't forget to hit that light button. <laughs> so the devs of Last Epoch are PoE players themselves, so they want to enjoy both as far as I know. Now that is hilarious. So they're like, listen, we play Path of Exile, guys. We can't have our season going on when their season's going on. True SSJ Havoc takes the crown for the day. It's the nice crown, 69. Nice. Thank you so much. True SSJ Havoc. You're the best. Agent of Lono Lude. Yeah, not an agent of chaos, but an agent of Lono Lude. There you go. If Diablo 4 hasn't got its stuff together by PoE 2, it'll be the death knell. If it's in a better place, they'll be competitors. I think that's well stated, Dalton Russell. Eugene said something very similar. He was like, look, what th- this is going to give Diablo time to do anything. Listen, I'll say it another way. If you're a fan of Diablo... You should be thankful that Path of Exile 2 is swinging so hard. Why? Because Diablo is going to be like, yo, we better figure this out. What are they doing? What are people praising in Path of Exile 2? What? What? Okay. We need to do that b- before that game comes out. Wheezy posts a picture in the Discord. It says here, Last Epoch is my second favorite ARPG right behind Path of Exile, and I'm excited to be a consistent player for hopefully for years. Now, the EHG team says, We're all huge Path of Exile fans as well. One of the coolest things about having started EHG and Epoch is getting the chance to speak directly with Chris and his team. We have a great relationship and plan to stagger our releases so our community and team can play both cycles or leagues without too much overlap. There you go. Thank you so much, Wheezy. So, the 11th hour games, that's EHG, those are the guys behind Last Epoch, they're saying, listen, we've spoken with Chris and the team at Path of Exile, and we're making sure that there's not, what did he say? We're going to plan to stagger them so there's not too much overlap. So there may be some. V Game Veteran, thanks so much for jumping back in as 
a member. Kavak says, the last Epoch devs are big on keeping the players informed. They do a stream every Friday that gives updates and teasers for what's coming. Fools Russian says, the other thing to keep in mind is not every player is going to like the new mechanics of every season, so some may just elect to skip a season in order to play something else that's more attractive. Yeah, Alex said that in a in a DM to me last night. He says he skips a season if he doesn't think the mechanic sounds interesting. He just kind of skips it. I think he even said he's going to be skipping one of the... I think it's the upcoming one that he said he's going to skip. If you guys are just tuning in, thanks so much for being here. Really strong turnout today. 504 viewers. We already have 69 gifted members. We're halfway to where we want to be. If we get 125 today and 125 tomorrow, that should be more than enough to hit the early goal. That's early of 3,500. And I'll give you a bonus... Beat Saber, I'll wear the Just Dance outfit on Friday night. I don't want to. Now, I've got questions about how I should do that. Should I hang out with Madam in the outfit for a little bit and then do Beat Saber? Or should I immediately jump into Beat Saber? I'm not sure what the members would want. Blob Blab says, The thing is, you can go bear form as a witch, as a druid, or any of the 12 classes. All of them can transform into a bear. The only thing druid gives is ascendancy. Huh. So what so if if so if you can all do bare form the druid the only the only thing that gives druid, the only thing druid gives is ascendancy. So what's ascendancy do to the druid? Wheezy says maybe they should have done that 5 years ago when things like loot filters and effing search function and all the like became industry standards. I said months ago the best thing that ever happened to the ARPG community is Diablo 4. Diablo 4 isn't a good game that is helping the genre. It's drawing attention to the ARPG genre so games like Last Epoch, a passion project, and Path of Exile can get new fans. So ultimately I'm happy that Diablo 4 exists. Weezy's looking at this from a completely different perspective. He's like, man, Path of Exile and Last Epoch are benefiting from Diablo 4 not being very good. You put in the description you've not played PoE 1 yet. I saw so many people start out with PoE 1 after Diablo 4 and loving it. Are you planning on giving it a go? Alright, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm entertaining a segment. I'm entertaining it. I'm shopping it in my mind. I'm discussing it with my producer. Like, you know, Reforged Gaming, a path in Path of Exile, or a noob plays Path of Exile, something like that. I'm shopping it. I can't come up with a good segment name yet. I haven't, I haven't, you know, I haven't figured it out. But I don't know how long it would last. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee. Thank you so much for doing that. If you guys order coffee, let us know in the chat. The light roast is in process, but currently the dark roast is available. So I'm thinking through right i'm thinking through path of exile as a segment like is it something that we could do here on the regular and then you could learn from me like hey casual dad gamer here you know playing through path of exile right we're at 3228 what that doesn't seem right i think the back end's not uploading uh, updating or 30 days ago we gained a bunch and so you guys just replaced what we gained i thought we started the day at 3220 <clears throat> reforge exiled says creature and it's a huge maybe chat a huge maybe path of lono i ordered some coffee thank you grady for ordering some coffee. Listen, let, allow me to do this for just a second. Let me just do this for a second. We've been going for 50 minutes, almost an hour. 
This right here is something that we we do. We pay for this. We have this shipped to my house. It's a, it's a tear resealable bag. It's got all the stats on the back. It's it's balanced acidity coffee, so there is no bitterness. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you should try Reforge Roast. All right, this has like hints of chocolate in it. It's so so good, and this is not a very strong dark roast. If you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have like, you know, a, um, a Komodo dragon. Don't worry, this is not a very strong dark roast. And if you're gonna wait on light roast, that's totally fine. It, you know, we'll have that very very soon. It would require you putting in 6 to 12 hours a day to keep up. But the goal would not be trying to keep up, Butters. The goal would be, here's somebody brand new to Path of Exile giving it a go, right? This is what it looks like, you know. Day 7. <laughs> day 7 of trying out Path of Exile. What the f- did you guys get me into, right? <laughs> like, And my beard's all long and I'm like, Ugh. I don't know what's happening. What time is it? You know, something like that. If my wife saw me watching this, she would be forcing me to buy the coffee right now. Eh, give it a try. Give it a try. It's it's reasonably priced. Dark Roast makes my heart skip beats, says Basement Radio Arcade Podcast. Yeah, what's good, brap? Weezy says, the goal isn't to keep up. The goal is to try the game. Coffee size of a pound of OG. Yeah, it's a 12-ounce bag, but it's a, it's a different style of bag. It's a nice standing bag. like stands on your counter really nicely. All you need to know is how equipment works, uh, how skill gems work, and support gems. The goal is to enjoy any game at your pace, says Fool's Russian. All of a sudden, months from now, Lono has a headhunter. Lamau, no, it'd be interesting to see if even the first 10 acts would stick, let alone if his first tune would even make second Kitava. I, you know, you're talking, you, why are you just putting, you could literally be putting just random words in there, Proto. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to make it to the seventh level of Titito. Yeah, and if he makes it past Titito, do you think he's going to be able to make it get you to the, to the Ascendant Realm of Buska? Yeah, the Ascendant Realm of Buska is pretty tough, but if he makes it past the Ascendant Realm of Buska, I don't know if he's actually going to be able to tra- transcend into the upper realms of Bindo. It, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If he gets past TT Toe, then we'll 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 talk about the rest of the game. <laughs> it's like, what the f are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even. It can, you could put total gibberish, and I'd be like, is that really hard? Is that is it is TT Toe really hard? And they were like, we're we're just making up words, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I would have no clue. You could totally trick me. Day 10 will be Lono jumping on his chair like Alex. Hilly hijinks with 30 months of membership. That's a big one. Funny news. A bug in Diablo 4 allows you to transfer items from the eternal realm to the seasonal realm. Diablo 4 has a long road ahead. <laughs> Words. It just did words, just words. Yeah, words. Yeah, that guy's video, Wheezy. Diablo 4 made me try Path of Exile. A guy with like 200 subscribers and his video has 30,000 views. Like, (laughs) it's such a shame that a video like that never turns into subs. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shame of it. It's like, that guy has like 240 subscribers. He had 220 yesterday. You know, 30,000 views. And he, <laughs> and he gets no subs from it. 
People say there's only one way to play PoE, and that is 24-7. After playing it for thousands of hours, this statement is simply wrong. If you play slower, uh, 2E hand gear from other players gets cheaper. Um, OMG, the video. The narrative around Twitter in June was that Sony was doomed thanks to their weak showcase and Starfield Direct being good. Meanwhile, in the real world, they were breaking records. This is why I don't listen to BS narratives from fanboys on this app. OMG, the video. What's the video? (laughs) That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. June. The month of June biggest month ever for Sony and everyone's like Sony lost Sony lost lost what lost what your fake competition (laughs) D4 huge letdown yeah it was a huge letdown listen listen I think one of the reasons a lot of you clicked on the video yesterday where I said Path of Exile is coming for Diablo 4. According to YouTube, a lot of you clicked on that. Adnor with 20 months and it's a member plus. Welcome back, Adnor. A lot of you clicked on this, okay? Path of Exile 2 is coming for Diablo 4. YouTube says that regular viewers are watching this video longer than usual, contributing to 68% more views. 1% short of, you know... Uh, 69. Usually my videos get one to 2,000 views because they're uploads. I'm not an uploader. I'm a live streamer. So my uploads usually do, okay, you know, one to 2,000 views. Over time, they tend to do better if it's like an evergreen piece of content. That thing's already on its way to 4,000 views. So you guys really, really supported that video. Now, one of the reasons I think people really supported that video is I think you guys saw Diablo 4 coverage on this channel, and we all kind of felt the same way. It's like, what the what the frick man what what happened and 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 in that disgruntled state we're all kind of looking for maybe something else to play online mvp comes in with a 20 bomb he drops a 20 bomb on chat an absolute monster monster 29 months in a VIP gold. His name of online MVP, he lives up to the name. 89 members on the day. That is a big one. The gifted members slowed down and online MVP says, not on my watch. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that so, so much. If you guys get a gifted membership, consider subscribing to the channel because subscribing is free. Smash the like button. Become involved in what we do. Get into our members-only Discord. Order some coffee like this person right here just did. Thank you guys for supporting what we do. If you try the coffee and you don't like it, too bad. I don't think that'll happen. Seriously. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Most of the people that buy it are repeat buyers. It's like their 25th bag purchase a lot of the times. Yo, it's good to see you in the chat. Nightshade and Jeff, Cody. That's a big one. It's yeah, it's Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder. I know I know what it's I know what it's from, Eugene. True SSJ Havoc with a two dollar super chat tip. Check your Order. Is that you? True SSJ Havoc? You the one that ordered some coffee? DK Bager says, I'm not going to abide this 89. He bumps the line by 1 to 90. Thank you so much. Is this you, SSJ? Right? It looks like Immortal, Immortal something. 
on the email address. Yep, ordered a bag of dark roast. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You guys are the best. Someone subs themselves as a count. Yes, JC. If someone subs on their own, you don't have to gift. That counts in this total. Correct. You can push us even further uh, up the goal. We're going for 3,500 before Friday. And uh, online MVP just pushed us to 3,249. So it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle. The 125 each day might not be enough. We might have to go a little bit higher because you're always gaining while losing because 30 days ago, you guys probably gifted some. So those fall off. That's a good reason to, if you get a gifted membership, that's a really good reason to jump in on your own and pick up your membership. So that way the, uh, the gifted members go even further. To be fair, I didn't like my bag of Frickmas. Uh, it's a skill issue though, because I'm not a coffee drinker. There you go. I saw my purchase history total. I need to rethink my life. (laughs) Eugene, but if you, if you had your order history total of coffee from the grocery store, it wouldn't be much different. (laughs) It's just always eye opening when you're like, I I buy how much coffee, (laughs) you know? How it started, how it's going. That's right. DK Beggar just did one. Oh, we just didn't. Wait. Is that another one? No, I did DK Beggars. Yeah, it was 89. I bumped it to 90. I did. No, yeah, it was 89. <clears throat> Probably going to try this game. All right. How many people in chat right now are considering trying out Path of Exile 1? Or. Are you like, I'll wait for Path of Exile 2. Like, where are you guys on the interest scale? Are you like, yeah, I'll I'll try out Path of Exile 1. Why not? It's free. So, not a lot in your way to to try it. And yes, I know I'm kind of speaking to myself here. My main barrier is time. But, I'm also kind of thinking, yeah, Path of Exile 2 looks more interesting. Path of Exile 2 has a long way to go in approachability to kill Diablo, says Jerry Main. Yeah, let's talk about that. I wonder if the, the, the brewing dialogue about them sort of gunning for Diablo players and gunning for Diablo 4, I wonder if that will make them spend even more time on approachability. Does that make sense? Because if I agree with you, if you want to get Diablo players to come over, bro, you it's got to be pretty approachable because Diablo 4 is literally just like point, click, chase the green arrows. Now, it's also slow and hardcore in some respects. But as far as approachability, it's not hard to figure out. JC gifts a member and bumps the line to 91. Thank you so much, JC. I downloaded PoE yesterday. Looks interesting. Trophy Achievement Hunter says, not a chance. Not a chance of what exactly? Brap says, like you, my barrier is time. I played PoE 1, says Fool's Russian. We'll play PoE 2, and of course, Epoch. Reckless Gambit says, I'm waiting for PoE 2. I've already bounced off of PoE several times. So when you say bounced off of PoE, are you saying you false started? I, I, I false started with uh, Hollow Knight a couple of times. I just completely just couldn't get into it. And then I the third it was the third time I played it, I, it stuck, and I loved it. Wheezy says, Lono, I genuinely think the most approachable ARPG is Last Epoch. It's as deep as PoE, but more approachable. That's why I think it has genuinely limitless potential. Last Epoch is Steam only, though, is it not? 
I thought that about Path of Exile. I was incorrect. I didn't realize Path of Exile was on all, all platforms. I have a friend who plays PoE. I was interested as soon as I saw the, the skill tree. They don't want it to be too approachable. Then you tick off the PoE fans as casual grinder. I'm going to try PoE later today because PoE 2 looked really interesting. It says Voria, Avorian76. Inky, uh, Insanity says, It's a great game. Take your time and have fun. Melee at start is hardest, but just enjoy the game. Explore and see what it has to offer. There are also a load of endgame features. Why are we talking about Prison of Elders? <laughs> Dreamweaver Gamecat says, I, I'm always up for giving it a try. Loving Diablo 4, but I believe in giving anything a chance. Yeah, there are still people that are just full-on loving Diablo 4. I wish I was where you are. I fell right off of that game. I just couldn't do it. Wheezy says they're not ready for console releases yet. Okay, so he's referring to Last Epoch. Got it. It took me almost three years of attempts to enjoy PoE, back when it was less developed. But overall, it's very trial and error gameplay. The more you fail and learn why, the better. Disable minds, yes? That's right. (laughs) <laughs> disable minds <laughs> kill them back oh gosh yeah, that little alarm going off I can hear that crap in my sleep played that way way too much uh, Ink Sanity says also Endgame Diablo 4 has nightmare dungeons Path of Exile has maps mines and other mechanics brought into the game from other leagues kept <clears throat> Path of Exiles made by former Diablo developers. Really? I am one of those people. I love Diablo 4, says DTOM. I knew this No Destiny thing was just a phase. What <laughs> the frick up, Zubair. <laughs> Insect chattering noise. That's right. Um, for someone coming from Diablo 4, says Kvax, I would try out Last Epoch as an alternate. If you like Last Epoch, then try out Path of Exile. Vinny Vaughn says, oh, good to see you, Vinny. I played Path of Exile and completed the campaign. I didn't like the zoom-zoom nature of the gameplay. I'm interested in PoE 2 with the slower, more methodical combat I saw during ExileCon. How to be happy. Number one. Stop playing Destiny. <laughs> Lono going full tangled short. Oh my word. PoE Endgame is bonkers, says Big Mole. It's so customizable with mapping and other things. Mike Edwards says B- PoE is D2 on crack and D2 is still better than D4. Diablos he's referring to there. PoE has way more mechanics with their bosses. That was the thing that got my attention uh, in this video that we were looking at. Hang on a second. Where was that boss? Yeah, right here. I mean, this this looks this looks pretty intense. Now he's he's yeah. See, he's navigating the room in a way that's a lot more like roly poly. A little bit, a little bit of roly poly from Souls, some dashes, you know, from other ARPGs. Look at that roll. Man, I gotta feel. I gotta say, I, w- I feel like a controller would make this so much easier for me. All that pointing. I'm my hands already tired. 
Ooh, the flaming, the flame. Mm-hmm. That was hot. So he's got the yeah. So the enemy clearly has a handful of attack telegraphs. Wind up the jump. He's got the the fire breathe. Uh he has this. That's a huge wind up and a spin. Yeah, so he has a lot of very readable attack telegraphs, and this guy's got him to about half health already. I've been off D2 for almost five months now. Feels good. I, I'll be dead honest with you. I don't miss it at all. I think the only thing I miss is just how good the guns feel, but I don't actually miss the, 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 the content loop. I don't. I miss, the, I miss the, the way the guns felt. I notice it's much easier to see what's going on versus Diablo. Yeah, visibility does seem to be quite a bit better here. Now, there are no mobs, but yeah, it does seem like visibility is, is a little bit nicer. The lighting seems to be really good, too. I like all the different sources of lighting in the room. Gives it a nice vibe. The outdoors areas, I think, are really nice. The dungeon is a dungeon to a certain extent, right? I don't like ARPG with keyboard and mouse. I know I had some guy give me grief in my comments yesterday about playing a game like this with controller. I'm like, dude, ARPGs feel so good on a controller. I I always played Diablo mouse and keyboard, Diablo 1, 2, and 3. And when D3 came to console, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a dream on controller. It's wonderful. PoE prides themselves on making sure that if you die, it's 100% your fault. You aren't getting off-screened. Yeah, Asmongold brought that up in his video where he was watching DM Diablo's video, and he was like, dude, getting killed from off-screen, he's like, that's one of the pr- that's, that's one of the leading issues right now that people have been complaining about. Level 57 Druid in Diablo 4 Season 1 having a great time, says Jerath. Each game has its own appeal to me. Remnant 2 is a gamer's dream. Glad you're loving it. I wish I had time for it. I wish I had time for it. I was I, I had encountered a snag in Atlas Fallen, and I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to continue to play it for the review. I got past the snag, so I've continued to play it. I hit about I'm, I've, uh, six hours in that game so far, and um, I was going to put that down if I couldn't get past the snag, and I, I was going to go back to Remnant 2. Like, I was really enjoying Remnant 2. I'm currently very slowly finishing up uh, Viewfinder, because I like real casual games you know, in the evenings just to relax with. Is there a controller in PoE? We ask because PoE is on um, console. So yes, you can play with a controller. If you guys are just tuning in, make sure you smash the like button if you enjoy the show. We're about an hour into the show, and we're talking about Path of Exile 2 versus Diablo 4. Many people saying we're looking at a Diablo 4 killer, and I fundamentally argued in the show open that one game cannot kill another game. However, if a game is dead set on hurting itself and driving its players away... If you're going to sort of hurdle yourself toward a perilous cliff of player decline and, you know, irrelevancy, another game can certainly help with that. Uh, I gave examples of the Overwatch demo hurting Battleborn, the World of Warcraft player exodus coinciding with a big update in Final Fantasy XIV. These are moments where one game seemingly escalates the demise of another game. And so I don't necessarily think, you know, one game can kill another, but they certainly can help. Now, there's the other thought here. What's good, Khaled? How are you? There's the other thought here that you could easily have both games benefiting from one another, like Path of Exile sort of being on the horizon in a, in a slightly ominous way right now, uh, slightly ominous, would be, you know, I, I, I think 
motivating the Diablo devs to say, we, we've got work to do, right? We, we, have, we have work to do. We've, we've got to turn up the heat, turn up the action. You know, Now, I don't know if they can do anything about the builds and the skill trees. That's one of my primary issues with Diablo 4 is that I feel like the skill trees are so linear and so boring. I don't find them interesting at all. Biggie Smalls back in with a membership. Welcome back, Biggie. Guys, we are working on this goal over here. You guys are going crazy. Usually, this is only going up by increments of 25. I set a slightly higher goal today because we're trying to hit 3,500 before Friday. Now, I don't know if 125 today and tomorrow is going to be enough. We might fall a little bit short. So, you need to go maybe a teensy bit past this, but you guys already went crazy. So, continue gifting members, continue smashing like. Let's set our sights on 300 likes if you haven't done so already. If you're subscribed to the channel, which is totally free, you can talk in my chat. Let me know what you think about Path of Exile, you know, going up against Diablo. I think Call of Duty and Battlefield killed Titanfall, but it was kind of EA's fault. Where, yeah, the release date was definitely a a bad, bad idea. That was kind of a... It was a a self-deletion mission. Wheezy says, Playing last epoch, don't know how something works. You just enter this handy game guide... Enter whatever the question is, and you get a detailed explanation. Indie devs, by the way. I went into Last Epoch completely blind. Any questions I had, I just looked at them in the in-game explanation. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's really cool, Wheeze. That they have it set up that way. Pigroach says, POE is too complicated. My man Khalid, with 21 months as a member... Been away from the show for a while, dealing with some stuff. It absolutely feels great to be back watching the show. I'm, I'm sorry you were dealing with some stuff. Hopefully it's all been kind of ironed out or on, on the mend or in the, in going in the right direction. Uh, thank you so much, dude, for coming back. Glad you're, glad you're here. Path of Exile 2 does not even have a release date. Well, I think the idea, Karmic Brutality, is that Diablo 4 is making the game really not enjoyable to play like they're kind of driving players away and I think the thought process is if that trend continues Path of Exile 2 can kind of ride in on a steed and rescue everybody that's looking for a well built ARPG the escapist.com argued that this is the true next gen ARPG that's what they argued so absolutely great again good Path of Exile skill tree has a skill tree. Yeah, I know, I know. Skill trees have skill trees. It's super complex. I know. I, I've I've seen I've seen the videos. I have. I would have enjoyed Diablo four if they had an in-game help guide. I would have enjoyed Diablo four if it was fun. Uh, I just didn't find it fun like at all. You know, I'm not trying to bash the game. Like if you're enjoying the game, g- good man. Keep playing. Have a ball. I I wish I could be like. You, I wish I could still be playing. I do. Because I I had plans to play that game quite a bit with my wife, and we got into the tw- level 26 or so. And I was like, nope, I'm good. Joker Quinn says, it's been too long since somebody bumped the line. Gifts a single member, bumps it to 92. Thank you so much, Joker Quinn. Looking at gear, says Wheezy. You can also get a detailed breakdown on what the exact affixes do. Well, that's really, really cool. Xanatos with 12 months jumping back in as a member, getting that gold badge. Been enjoying a year of honest gaming news with no clickbait 
titles. Let's all support Lono for dope content. Thank you so much, Xanatos. Yeah, I posted a clip on Twitter about misleading information and hype. It was extra relevant given a video that got circulated yesterday about another Xbox or something. I'm like, come on. It's just... I, I, I appreciate that. I, I That was so relevant because yesterday we talked about Starfield and the danger of overhyping the game, the danger of misinformation. And then on the heels of me warning people about that, I see a video getting circulated and I'm like, what the... F- okay. Lona, are you watching the Foundation TV show, by the way? LOL. No, I don't even know what that is. I've not heard of that. I'm watching Strange New Worlds right now with my wife. The only thing getting my attention is Diablo 4 is the social part uh, of my gaming time. Oh, the only thing getting your attention in Diablo 4 is the social part. Well, we were couch co-oping it up, and I just, like, one night, I told her, I was like, I don't care about this game. I don't want to play it. There's just such a way around, uh, there's just such a wall around level 60 says Gilly already have max world tier 3 gear but can't go to world tier 4 yet so basically just playing for XP there's no progression until world tier 4 interesting I mean I couldn't even get through the campaign Gilly I couldn't even get through the campaign Karmic Brutality says Diablo will have 5 plus seasons before the game ever comes out it will not even be the same game by then Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that karmic brutality. Let's say that they get everything right. That Diablo 4 puts everything back in order and all the Diablo 4 seasons deliver improvements, you know, etc. I have I have no problem with that. I'll go back and play. If they do the right things in Diablo 4, buddy, you better believe I will boot up and play again with my wife. Like, I I was so genuinely bummed. I was anticipating playing the seasons and covering the seasons, and I'm not doing that. Right? Now, everything is content, so if the game is bad, it's content. If the game is good, it's content, right? It's all about what's your opinion, and then there's your content, right? So... But at a personal level, like, forget the content creation. At a personal level, it was like, I I was picturing us playing that thing every night for months. We haven't had a game like that in a really, really long time. So if you're right and Diablo 4 gets back on track, that's not a threat to Path of Exile at all. It isn't. If anything, if Diablo 4 can get into a better place... I would imagine that would actually help Path of Exile because people would then come to Path of Exile with expectations of like, hey, Diablo 4 made some really good changes. And PoE can be like, yeah, we saw them. We uh, we took some inspiration from some of them, you know? Why aren't you playing? Did you try it? My biggest barrier to playing it and trying it is time, MBX. I'm just incredibly busy. In the evenings right now, I'm playing through Atlas Fallen so I can give you guys a review next week when the embargo drops. I don't really have time to spare. I'm married with two kids, so when I'm not here with you, I'm either planning and recording or writing content, or I'm with them. My limited time in the evenings to play games is very, very short. So, and that's why I thought, oh, I'll play Diablo 4 for months with my wife, because it was just going to take us a really long time to, like, slowly get things done, because we were going to play for, you know, an hour and a half a night, maybe. This one's revolutionary, says Wheezy. Um... 
billion dollar company Blizzard couldn't figure out how to add a search button. Yeah, I yeah I. So you're married with children. That's right. <laughs> I'm married with children. Well, and that was something that Asmongold said that I really, really echoed. He was like, there should not be anything in Path of Exile that's better than Diablo 4. Like, one-to-one. Now, if they add something that's not in Diablo, that's not a fair comparison. But he's talking like, one-to-one. There's no excuse. They shouldn't be doing anything better than Blizzard. You see Asmund's new video, Diablo 4 has a game-breaking bug. What are my thoughts on it? Is that the one where you can take gear from the Eternal Realm to the Seasonal Realm? Is that the bug? I, I don't, I, I'm not, I've not seen much on it. Lion says, I recommend the show when you have time. What's it about? What's, why, why are you recommending it? What's, what's the, what's my inroad to watching that and enjoying that? With my wife, keep in mind. This is why I think Diablo 4 is an effing disservice. Absolutely, says Wheezy. Hot take, says Gilly. The Diablo campaign was too long. It feels like Acts 4 and 5 were a little fillery and didn't contribute much. Would have preferred 5 Acts. Jerry says, I'm personally still enjoying D4, but I do see the issue. Seasons do need more variety going forward. Otherwise, I won't make it past next season. Did you hear about the last year and a half of content in Path of Exile was done mainly uh, by, what, eight guys? Eight guys? Oh, there's another bug in Diablo 4 where you can dupe gold. There's another bug to move all the golden items to seasonal and malignance to the main realm. Are you hearing this, Hilly? Hilly, are you here? They tried to build two games, and the two games are stepping on each other. You still have to watch Tilu one step at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. After Strange New Worlds, we're going to Tilu. Hawk and Rain says D4 had seven years to come up with stuff to do, and so far Path of Exile has blown them out of the water. I think making the game too casual didn't give it enough depth. Karmic Brutality says the bug will get you banned soon. It's clearly not intended. Yeah, I don't. If you're duping gold, you will likely suffer consequences. I would not recommend doing that in Diablo at all. I wouldn't dupe. I wouldn't exploit. I wouldn't do any of that stuff. They will bop you for that kind of stuff. They don't play around. I believe the TOS grants them that ability. You cannot use malignant. Oh, he, he entered by mistake. Um. Isn't a lot of Blizzard staff just bloat, says Crinab. I have no idea. The people that wanted to make an ARPG at Blizzard left, and now we have all that's left is the MMO guys. I mean, that's a decent theory, if it's, I mean, even if it's true. Yo, guys, smash that like button. Let's head ourselves to 400 likes. Let's have an amazing ratio today. Let's have 400 likes with, you know, 500 viewers. 809 line says foundation tells the story of a galactic empire with an emperor that maintains rule for over 400 years by cloning himself the show shares similarities to star wars dune and star trek okay okay you may have to ask me about that a a while from now line you may have to remind me because we're going to go from strange new worlds to the last of us eugene says crisis maps never forget crisis maps we tried to warn people that Blizzard was in really, really bad shape and that the crisis maps were likely affecting Diablo 4's quality. 
there were people that didn't even think that they would be at the company after Diablo 4 launched. They felt like they were trying to shove people out the door. So. That's the best summary I can do with the character limitations. No problem. That was a good summary. Oh, that's cute. You like it? Yeah. It's got some flair to it. Yeah. Makes you look younger. Yeah. It means I'm 42 and I'm be walking around with somebody who looks like they're in their 20s. <laughs> that is so rude. I leave the house once a day for about an hour. I walk around in the neighborhood and then I play with the kiddos. If you're wondering why some obvious features are missing, crisis maps, says Eugene. Can you leave the, the door open? They'll be done in a minute, right? It's not very loud. It's just warm in here because the, the air conditioner is not kicking on. I, I don't, I'm don't. i not wearing the breezy shorts, babe. Imagine if Billion Dollar Blizz and Path of Exile sat down together and put together a game, says Fool's Russian. I'm super glad that I didn't buy a copy of Diablo 4, says Chris Goyan. I get that it's an exploit, but more of a reason for them to hop in and fix it without throwing a hissy fit at people taking advantage of something that they broke. Well, I'm always torn on this, okay? Lernie is is gross. Thank God Manum is there to shut him down. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't look 42, so it works. Um, I'm always torn on this. Because if you find an exploit in a game and it's going to throw things off, a game that has online, it has PvP, right? I There's no... Tr- is there... Wait, is there trading? Can you trade with people in Diablo 4? I actually don't know. I never looked into it because I didn't, I didn't play uh, for very long. But in a game like that, you have to slap people down for doing it. At the very least, just revert their account. Be like, hey... We're going to revert your account and take all that gold away, basically. We're going to roll you back. I I do think they'll probably more likely just ban you. You know it's an exploit and not an optimal farm. Right. You know, duping gold. Mm, I actually think that's bannable. Yes, you can, only rares. Okay. I, I think duping gold's bannable. You're knowingly doing something that's, that's tantamount. Not tantamount. You're doing something that you know is cheating. So, you have to do some egregious intentional things to make these glitches happen. So you know they're wrong. They stated punishment before rolling out the bans. I think it's justified, especially for the health of the game, says Solemn. Um, I just don't agree with banning people for it. I think when you are that willful in doing something like gold duping, I actually think that that's fine to ban people. I think if you do like an exploit where a, like a boss keeps appearing or something, that's a little different. Like, oh, there's a glitch. If you if you leave this room and come back in, the boss keeps spawning. I don't think that's in the same category as like gold duping. I expect Diablo 4 average players to be pretty low this week. Feels pretty bland until the patch comes out next Tuesday, which will give it a little bit more life. You can trade gold from your eternal character to your seasonal character. I have two right now, so it wouldn't work. Wasn't it Destiny Dez back in the day that said enjoy it while you can because it's getting patched and no one got banned? 
every company approaches exploits differently casual grinder and Bungie has been notoriously like hey bank error in your favor enjoy the exploit while it lasts we will be patching it right however when it comes to like cheating they're very aggressive you know they're suing people they're taking they're taking the cheat companies to court they destroyed that kid that basically tracked down their one cm and like delivered a pizza to his house and said all this terrible stuff like they destroyed him like he's financially ruined never to recover <clears throat> which those types of consequences if i could met out those kind of consequences to the people that have done that to me i would push the red button if someone slid a button across the table and they were like if you push this button you'll financially ruin the people that have done these things to you i'd be like i'd be like smacking it because it's what these people deserve so Every, every company, though, treats exploits differently. You know, if, if you're going to exploit something in the game, they're like, hey, we're not going to punish you for that. We're going to patch it, but we're not going to punish you for that. Other companies are like, oh, no, if you willingly exploit and dupe things like gold, no, we'll ban you. I, is there a right or a wrong approach? I, I don't know if you can enter into the realm of right or wrong here because it's their property. It's their game. And they get to determine the rules. You know? You agree to that. You you agree to that when you sign up. Like, let's say you agree to some gym membership. And you don't wipe down a machine after you're done. And they're like, hey, we're, we're going to give you a warning about that. But another gym is like, no, if you do that, your membership's revoked. Because we are a high-end membership gym and we will not have that happen here if you do that you're done like you agree to that you you agree to that when you go to those gyms like you know what you're signing up for you know what i mean hey outsider gives a membership and it goes to dave langer we set the goal a little bit higher today because we're gunning for a quick 3500 guys help us get there if you haven't been gifting members yet today you can gift one at a time we had a huge member train earlier and you guys broke chat. Let's do it again. There's a bunch of new folks in here. Let's keep it going. These are great days to gift members. The Path of Exile community is very cool. They seem to be very positive. The machine stopped working, though. That's the Blizzard problem. No. N- no. If you go in and you knowingly do something that is... It, you're, you're, you're duping gold, you can't be like... Oh, but they're they're the problem. No. No. You're going in knowingly doing that. You're going into the gym and you're knowingly not cleaning up after yourself. Depends on the game. Gold duping in Diablo 4, meh. It saves you from picking up yellows to sell so much. Gold duping in New World, massive game and economy breaking cheating. Also, live service control. Again, again every game is different so I can't argue the rightness or the wrongness of it because it's their choice like if that's how they want to uh, we'll say police their game if that's how they want to police their game you know that's that's their choice Solemn says it's one thing if it's something unintentional and easy to accidentally do then not banning is fine but game breaking stuff that you have to go out of your way to do you deserve the ban especially if they warn you 
Yeah, do they give you any kind of a warning for Diablo 4 gold duping? Do they give you any kind of a warning? Or do they just immediately hit you? For a game as barely online as Diablo, where duping gold cannot and will not harm other players, uh, I think it's excess. You can mod and hack Diablo 1 and 2. If you want to play offline and cheat, go ahead. It's a bad comparison, says Creature. They'd throw you out on your butt if you found a silver glitch. No, I think they would probably take it away. If there was some kind of a glitch where you could you could duplicate your silver, I think that they would probably just take it away and give you a warning. I don't think that they would ban you. Question, are you familiar with GFN and so believe a PS5 Pro is more powerful? I want to settle an argument with FCAT. I don't know what GFN is, but I believe the PS5 Pro rumors... I believe the PS5 Pro will be the strongest console on the market. I do. I believe Tom Henderson. I think he's a reputable insider. And I believe that the PlayStation 5 Pro will have accelerated ray tracing. I think they're setting their sights on higher resolutions. I think they went and talked to developers again because those are two primary concerns. We want to be able to hit higher resolutions and not sacrifice frame rate. And we want to be able to use more ray tracing. Foggy gifted a member. And it goes to DM. Thank you so much for doing that. Appreciate you, Foggy, for doing that. Duping gold harms your experience, says Solomon. Multiple people doing it causes a problem for them and for retaining you and the intended experience. Oh, GeForce now? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there a new leak? Do we have a new leak about the PS5 Pro from GeForce Now? Oh, I see what you're saying. Are you familiar with GeForce Now? And do you believe the PS5 Pro is more powerful? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, FCAT said that the other day, and I had no idea what he was talking about. I I didn't understand it. Said that GeForce Now will be stronger than the PS5 Pro. And I was like, huh? How? How can a cloud experience be stronger than native hardware. I don't get that at all. In no way, shape, or form right now is a streaming service a reliable replacement for hardware. Yeah, that would be like saying GeForce Now is stronger than a than a than a, a beefy PC. Right? Let's say I go and spend three thousand dollars on a really, really strong PC, a really strong gaming rig. That'd be like saying that oh, no no GeForce Now is stronger than that. Wait, what how? I'm not saying the PlayStation 5 Pro is going to be equal to a $3,000 PC. What I'm saying is, is that if you get really, really good hardware that is dedicated to giving you really good gameplay and high-level graphics and performance, a cloud service can't compete with that. At least not now. No way you can get 3080-like performance from GeForce Now? Are you saying you can't or you can get that? Even if you can give me that level of fidelity, there's still going to be issues with compression when I move. There's going to be issues with latency. I have very serious doubts about those claims about GeForce Now. Very serious doubts. It seems it seems unlikely to be possible. It's possible, but I do not think the PS5 Pro will be more powerful than GeForce Now. They have good hardware and streaming tech. Go check what their equivalent current experience is compared to. Right, but it's marketing. Of course they're going to say that. Does that mean when I move around, I'm getting that experience? 
right? Yeah, like what you what Zubair is saying, the 3080 is running in another city. You can, it's a tier system. Right. Like I'm familiar with the fact that you can pay really good money to cloud on a really strong device. I'm familiar with that. I can't see that competing with native hardware right now. In the future, yes, but not right now. No. And it's such a weird comparison anyway. Are are you going to say that about everything then? Seriously. Are you going to go and say, yeah, no, GeForce Now is better than a Series X, a PS5, a PS5 Pro, and it's better than all of these gaming PCs and down. Come on, nobody's buying into that. It's surprisingly good. Ginger is pretty big on GeForce Now. He might have some good insight. I don't care that the hardware is running on it's better. It's in another city and compressed. There's latency upon latency. Yeah, there's compression of the actual video and there's latency. No way. Native hardware plugged into a monitor or a television versus cloud. No. If you have the best internet on planet Earth, I'll say they're close. I, I don't think so, man. I think we're far off from that being a reality. I think that's one of those things that's true on paper, but in execution, no. No, because your gaming rig and your PS5 Pro aren't going to just randomly lag. You're not going to have weird latency and input issues sometimes. You're not going to have weird artifacting and compression because of, again, because of latency. These are issues you're going to run into with cloud. I use a cloud PC streaming service to play PC games, and it's definitely more powerful than my Xbox Series X. So unless the PS5 Pro is significantly more powerful. Right, but you're play- I feel like we're playing a shell game. I feel like we're playing some kind of a goalpost sleight of hand. It's like, oh, well, this is stronger. Oh, okay, but it's cloud. So yeah, you're running on stronger equipment. Who the frick cares? It's still cloud. You, you could say that about tons and tons of gaming rigs out there, right? Go look at the Steam hardware reports. You could say the same thing. You could say GeForce Now is stronger than X percent of the PC gaming world. No one gives a frick because it's cloud. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? You're arguing something on paper. that you Are you arguing that against most gaming rigs that are out there? Are you? Are you being consistent? Or is this some weird cope because it looks like PS5 is going to have a stronger device on the market than Xbox? It, 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 feel, it feels like cope to me. It's like, well, PS5 Pro is looking pretty threatening. Well, but, 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 but GeForce Now is stronger. Oh, oh, okay, so what is it stronger than the Xbox Series X? Is it stronger than, you know, 60% of the gaming PC market? Are you actually going to go out there and argue that to everybody who has a gaming PC too? You're going to have a really hard time convincing them of that. Hey, buddy, what you got in there? 2080 Ti? GeForce Now is stronger. What did you just say to me? What? What? Oh, yeah, that $3,000 rig you just built? Yeah, GeForce Now is about as strong as that. It's a little bit stronger if you upgrade. Like, huh? What are you saying to me right now? No one's falling for that marketing garbage. Great shot with a $5 tip. My tipping point for a pro will already be released 4K 30 games, be converted to 4K 60. I think that's very possible. From everything we've heard in the Digital Foundry commentary, I think that's very possible. 
you offered me a $3,000 computer or $100, but you were going to add latency and lots of video compression, I would keep my $100. Oh, if you offered me a $3,000 computer for $100, got it. What does it matter how strong GeForce Now is if the infrastructure in between you and it fails you? What's going on? How is this conversation even happening? Yeah, this is so weird. I'm all for the PS5 Pro being the best thing on the market, even uh, over every high-end PC out there. If they make it happen, I'm not against it. I'm basing that off of what I've experienced in others. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you what this is. This talking point did not emerge from people that love GeForce Now. This talking point is in the same hemisphere of delusional as there's an Xbox X2 coming. Okay? They're playing for the same team of wacko. Like, what the frick? Huh? What are you even saying? No, that's that has that has never been a talking point up to now. We have never looked at like, well, Digital Foundry is doing a breakdown of this game on the uh, on the Series X, on the PS5, and on the Series S. And somebody walks in the rooms. Yeah, but, uh, but GeForce Now is stronger. No, no one's been saying this. No one's been saying this. We're suddenly hearing this now. Oddly, because PS5 Pro is getting some heat because the rumors seem to be true. The inside information seems to be solid. And it seems to be threatening to one subset of the market. PC gamers are not ruffled. They're not ruffled by this. Come on. I just, we're, we're in this, we're in a really, really weird, weird spot. We're in a very strange spot where stuff literally people are digging in their rear end to pull stuff out of it like what what the frick huh it emerged from enjoyment of GeForce now for me I certainly think Sony could make an incredibly powerful console in the pro I just don't think they will choose to make it that powerful right solemn if you or ginger or other people are like yo don't sleep on GeForce now cool man that's not what I heard yesterday. That's not what Lion's asking me about. We got people suddenly. The PS5 Pro enters the dialogue. And suddenly, we're like, yes, but GeForce Now is stronger. What? K? Has that ever been the discussion in comparing console strength? Ever? When we were talking about the Scarlet marketing and series x marketing remember when people were saying that the series x was going to blow the ps5 out of the water do you remember when those pundits and those bloggers and podcasters were like the series s is going to be stronger than the ps5 do you remember all that absolute insanity okay no one ever entered that discussion and mentioned geforce now why because we're talking about native hardware you can buy for your home and now all of a sudden the scales have tipped so soundly in one team's corner it's like but 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 GeForce now okay have a ball off topic yeah we're we're off topic that, that's that's true <laughs> but come on it, the, the thing that's just it's ridiculous 
Severin Evans with a $5 super chat. I recommend giving Path of Exile 2 a shot. It's a good game. I hear the new one is more action-based and less heavy on mechanics. Good start for new people. Severin, I am very, very interested in Path of Exile 2. Very much so. People are trying to convince me to play Path of Exile 1. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get down with Path of Exile 1 purely from a time constraint position. Like, I just don't have time. It seems like a very, very difficult game to get into. Uh, Severin with another $5 Super Chat tip. A pro is typically the same hardware with overclocks. Uh, If Historical Prison is anything to go by, it will be better, but not sure by how much. Digital Foundry speculated that with the overclocks and the rumors that we're hearing, we could see two times the performance. So, to to restate, we're, we're hijacking stream just a teeny bit, but to restate what I said this week, the reason I think the PS5 Pro will be industry disruptive is because it seems to be targeting developers. It's targeting developers. The consumers are an assumed reality because they just hit 40 million in saturation. There'll probably be roughly 60 million PlayStation 5s in circulation when the PS5 Pro hits, okay? So the consumers are assumed. They're going after the devs, bro. That's what I think the PS5's targeting. I just want to talk about PoE, not some hypothetical stupid... (laughs) Right. I can certainly agree that most people talking about the PS5 Pro performance are just trying to downplay it. I only uh, commented on GeForce Now because you guys brought it up and I enjoy GeForce Now. Right. I am not trying to besmirch GeForce Now. I think GeForce Now is being used as a baseball bat to try to hammer a nail in. It's like, no, 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 no. GeForce Now is a really good baseball bat. Stop trying to use it to hammer this nail in of like, yeah, the PS5 Pro doesn't matter. I'll shut the frick up then. Go play GeForce Now. Not like if if you genuinely believe that if you think sixty percent of the PC gaming market and the PS5, the Series X, and the and the and the alleged PS5 Pro, if you think those are all getting blown out of the water by GeForce Now, then go play GeForce Now and leave us all alone. I don't I don't think anybody's putting their money where their mouth is on that because if your internet doesn't support it, then. You you ain't saying what you're saying. All you need is mediocre internet for that claim to just dash on the rocks of reality. (laughs) Like, if your internet's mediocre, if your upstream ain't so hot, sorry, dude. (laughs) All your claims about GeForce now, you know, it's funny. Anybody who buys a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, all you gotta do is plug it into a TV, okay? Now, obviously, if you plug it into a really old TV, it's going to hinder your experience. But on average, the no- most everybody's going to plug it into a TV and get marginally the same experience. GeForce Now is dependent upon your internet, where you live, the the, the neighborhood, the saturation of the infrastructure, the, the, the status of the infrastructure in the city that you live in. So you can't make blanket claims about GeForce Now. You can't because it is dependent upon where you live and your internet speed. Even if you have great internet, like Zubair is saying, if the nearest server is in the next state, you're going to experience a sucky experience. You live right next to a major city, you're probably good. Right. So, you can't make universal statements about GeForce now. You simply can't. You sound, you, you sound not the people in chat that were like saying, oh, I, hey, I like GeForce now. The people that are trying to inject this into the PS5 Pro conversation, buddy, that's a bucket of copium if I've ever seen it. That's a swimming pool of it. You're just, you're, you're like, oh, but, but, but GeForce now. Oh, okay. Have you tried it? Does it work good in your city? Does it work good for the games that you like to play? 
If not, then it's a, it's a completely moot point. Totally moot point. <clears throat> we're, all, we're we're so far off. Um, Diablo Four Killer games don't kill games. My recap of the upload. Is there anything with PoE, PoE Two, and Diablo Four we haven't discussed? I'm just trying to think. Make sure we 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 covered all of our bases. Not mean to hijack the conversation. You're <laughs> you're good, Lion. F the cat said that, or F cat said that the other day when we were covering PS5 Pro, and I never really circled back to it. I was like, what are you saying? Severin Evans with a $5 super chat tip. Wouldn't say the original Path of Exile is good for new players since the mechanics are very heavy and deep. Great game, yes, but not good for new people. Yeah, so here's what I was thinking about doing with Path of Exile, Severin. I was like, oh, I can play this on the couch, you know, with my wife. That'd be really fun, right? But then people are like, bro, you're going to need a guide. It gets pretty difficult. You know, it's 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 not like a, a simple casual game to play uh, in 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 the evening. So I, you know, I, I, I'm considering doing a segment of like, hey, here's a brand new player to Path of Exile. I'm trying it out like, you know, you know, a, a couple of times a week, maybe like playing it. I, I don't know. I think. That's a lot of time that I don't necessarily have. Our schedule's pretty tight now. We do a talk show, we do a premiere, we hang out with members, I shut down and I work on the next day. Like we're in a very, very tight. The reason I'm able to put out so much content, a daily talk show, a daily upload, we repurpose the monologue. Sometimes I do short four minute uploads. It's like pff, my schedule is super tight. Like I don't I don't even see where I would where I would fit a segment like that. I just don't. It might be funny to play it one afternoon with Alex and just laugh at the absurdity of like how complex it is and how I'm like, huh? Like that might be funny for like a one-time ha-ha thing. But I, I just... Let me know about Atlas Falling. My Atlas Falling... Uh, Atlas Fallen uh, review will be hitting next week when the embargo drops. Then I believe it's the 9th at 2 p.m. Eastern. I believe that's the date and time. <clears throat> games like PoE, Diablo 2 and Divinity Original Sin are all interesting to me but they seem like it require a lot of time my wife and I applied to play Divinity Original Sin 2 and it was just too complex it did not flow the way that I wanted it to it didn't feel like, like a ARPG like Diablo I'm getting a little tired of you putting down Excel I play Stellaris <laughs> oh man Nordic's RPG Gothic is coming to Nintendo Switch in 2023. For fans of Gothic, it's uh, it's coming to the Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> if you guys haven't done so already, man, smash that like button. We're going to hang out probably for another 30 minutes. We could easily get 400 likes. We could easily hit this member goal. And then I will owe you 25 members. If we get, let me do the math here. If we get 30 members, that takes us to 380. My 25 takes us to 330. We'd be at 330. And then if you guys do another 125 tomorrow, yeah, we're going to fall a teeny bit short if that's the case. We're going to need some bomb droppers to come in if we're going to hit 3500 by tomorrow night. Um, we're going to be about, I think we're going to end up being about 50 or 75 shy. We must have dropped today a teeny bit because you guys went crazy and the line didn't move. So we must have been replacing what we did 30 days ago. So 
you still have the whole month to hit the big goals, but we were we were trying to do 3,500 before Friday night. Uh, imagine, uh, imagine GTA 6 rips the cool movement of all these good style ARPGs and puts it in a huge open world. GTA could be a f- the final shape. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I... <laughs> melding movement systems into other games doesn't always go well. Gale Windforce with a five spot says, you still planning on building a rig for Starfield? Would be great to have a PC build vid from ya. Uh, Creature was going to give me a list of hardware to go to this local place and ask for. They they like they wouldn't let him do it over, over the phone. It was really odd. Uh, I generally played some flavor of human... Oh, you're talking about uh, Stellaris. Solemn says, Path of Exile 1 already wins in the end game over Diablo 4, so I'm going to go ahead and preemptively give the W to PoE2 over Diablo 4 for end game loot. The Baldur's Gate 3 reviews are cooking. Uh-oh. Remember when I first saw Path of Exile skill tree, I thought I was going, I was looking at the scientific periodic table. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's intense. Diablo is extremely poor as an RPG, says Spriggan. Even as an action RPG, there are games that do it a lot better. That's been one of the main criticisms from guys like Wheezy and others. It's like, all these ARPGs have been doing the the Lord's work, right? And really improving the genre. And Diablo 4 is like, we don't need to pay attention to any of that. We don't need to borrow and take inspiration. We we don't need any of that. And I agree. I I, I think that that's pretty disappointing. I I do. I, I think that that's pretty disappointing. That you know. Uh. What did we go for on this thumb? Oh, not playable. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I like that. That's a good thumb. What's Baldur's Gate 3 landing at? Heck of a hot streak. So we got GG Recon, Games Radar, Gaming Trend, PC Games and Screen Rant, WCCF Tech. Uh, wow, that's a lot. When's that game launched? Is that tomorrow? I could play that tomorrow on PS5. It's not my cup of tea, but I think that would be a good... Oh, today. Oops. That's a that was a big missed opportunity. I forgot that was today. Uh, that's that's my mistake. I thought that was tomorrow. I got my wires crossed. Oops, Daisy. I suppose that would be an easy second segment tomorrow. Do a talk show, roll over. Well, today, oh, today for people who pre-ordered. Oh, it's not coming to console until September. Oh, that's right. I forgot. They jumbled, not jumbled, they juggled the release dates around. They bumped PC to earlier, and then they pushed PS5 back, right? That's why I was confused. I was like, what the frick? I thought that that wasn't out on console until, okay, that explains why I'm confused. Okay. PC today, PS5 later. Okay. My mistake. 
they did that to uh, seemingly avoid Starfield, I guess. Um, I'm kind of assuming that's the case. Oh, we'll see. Oh, PS5 is the same week as Starfield. That's actually not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, because you got to think about it. The PlayStation 5 guys are going to be like, we can't play Starfield. Well, here is uh, a highly praised and reviewed RPG. You know, not seemingly. Yeah, it's a pretty good idea. (laughs) They literally said to avoid Starfield. Right, but landing on PS5 the same week as Starfield, it's like you're doing the same thing. You're like, hey, you know, Starfield's over there. PS5 guys can't get it. Well, let's give them something to play that week. That's actually pretty smart. Dark Roast Mug. That is. Here's your coffee crossover moment. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wasn't console delayed to the Xbox Series S issues with the game? No, the Xbox version is not coming probably until next year, they said. So the console version wasn't delayed. The console version and the PC version were set to launch at the same time. They bumped the PC version earlier and they left the PS5 version where it stands. And the Xbox version of Baldur's Gate 3 is just like, at this moment, it's kind of a question mark. So, it's uh, it's a bit of a question mark. So we'll see. We, 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 we shall, she, she, okay, hang on a second. Uh, let me get the members thing live. So we do have a really cool upload today about the Starfield demo. There isn't one. There will not be a playable version of Starfield at Gamescom. Now, a lot of people completely misunderstood my tweet last night and were like roasting me up. And I was like, I just think it's odd that both Forza Motorsport and Starfield aren't playable at Gamescom. You're saying it's like your biggest Gamescom ever. It's like, these are your last... Well, these are your biggest first-party releases in a long time, and they're not playable. Now, I concede and agree Starfield would be a weird game to try to make playable at Gamescom, but I did uh, do a video about this. Uh, Starfield not playable at Gamescom uh, debrief. So we'll debrief with members uh, after this. So I look at it from both angles. Uh, I look at it from both angles. Um, why it could be concerning that Starfield's not playable, but why it also might not be concerning at all. Uh, so I do look at it from uh, from both angles. Uh, and this will be a members-only stream at 12.15. So the upload and that Starfield video is going to go live in 20 minutes. So you guys have 20 minutes to push this. At the very least, let's get six more. Let's slam home the 100. I'll owe you 20. We can do this together. Uh, we can certainly we can certainly work together on this and uh, and get in a good spot for the, the big goal that we have set. Thank you so much for all of the people that have been helping today. You guys went friggin' crazy and uh, I'm just getting everything ready for our transition that we'll be doing we'll be making it in about 20 minutes the Starfield video is about uh, is 15 minutes long 
and I'm going to set it as a premiere to go live today at noon. And we will use ambient and then we'll redirect to members. Hey, there we go. Outsider setting it up real, real easy. He just bumped it to 95. We just need a five bomb, real quick five bomb to set up the 100 or a 10 bomb to set up the 105. The 105 layup, if you guys want to do that. Okay, so we got this set up to go to that. Patrick Q is going to bump the line with one as well. We did this earlier. There's 400 people here. Gift a member. Just one. It's five bucks. Pay it forward, especially if you're one of the lucky people who has received a gifted member. I gift back to say thank you and pay it forward myself every 25. So thank you so much to everybody uh, who has been uh, supporting today so that's going to take us to 97 another single comes in from my man Ryan thank you so much Ryan let me go in here customization redirect and we'll set that to the video that we're going to redirect Ryan another Ryan we got a we got a we got a double gifted from Ryan's it's the Ryan tag team uh, and we'll change this to the featured video and we'll change this to the featured video. There we go. And we'll change our thumbnail. Take that little live tab off. Thank you guys so much. Right on the doorstep of a hundred, a nice huge day with a topic and a game that I've not really covered before except for yesterday Uh, so make sure and smash the like button as well if you're a daily viewer of the channel if you enjoy the fact that I'm safe for work if you enjoy the back and forth and the conversation if you're a Path of Exile fan if you are a Diablo fan if you just like video game news make sure you're subscribed to the channel subscribing is 100% free Uh, it's 100% free and it enables you to talk in my chat so thank you very much uh, okay. Hang on. An email came through. Oh, something got delivered. Okay. I keep forgetting to change my name here uh, to the name in Discord. No worries. Yeah, you guys have handles now on YouTube. So yeah, you can set your username to uh, to pretty much whatever you want. Yo, what's good, cuz? How are you? Good morning to you. Morning all. Uh-huh. And we'll go in here. Got 15 minutes left to discuss any remaining topics about PoE 1, PoE 2, or Diablo 4. Uh, Remaining concerns, thoughts, ideas, uh, where your current standing is with Diablo 4. Are you playing? Um, Are you not playing? And... The upload we did yesterday was uh, was very popular with the audience, and so the turnout today was not surprising. It seemed like you guys you guys were very interested in this subject, both today and yesterday, so it was very cool to get a lot of interaction, both with new faces and old faces, so thank you guys so much. What's good, John L. Brokey? Well, I do Starfield Guides. I don't do guide videos. That's not what I do. I am more discussion-oriented. I do first-impression gameplay, Sometimes I'll do long tail gameplay. It doesn't really fit with what I do, but there is certainly uh, elements. There's certainly elements to uh, Starfield that could work for like long form content where like we continue to kind of go back and revisit it and check it out. Um, but in I think in general, 
that's just not something that I do. I don't I don't find it enjoyable, and which means you probably wouldn't like my guides. Like my heart wouldn't be in it. There was a while there where like creature was trying to get me to make guides for for New World, and I just wouldn't do it. I was like, I don't want to. If you don't want to do it, it just isn't going to be very good content. It's it's I'm very much fish out of water when I'm trying to put together a guide video. It's like. Yeah, so what you want to do is, uh, yeah, I'm just, mm, no. Fat Lump does a VIP. Welcome back, Fat Lump. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, will you be doing gameplay of Starfield? Yes, yes. We will certainly do gameplay of Starfield. Day one, zero doubt in my mind. That's a 100% certainty. You know, Lord willing, we'll be diving in day one. Now, after that, I... I don't know. Uh, we we've done we've done com uh, content where we go back to gameplay, and uh, <laughs> you know it doesn't go that well. We're not really a gameplay channel, and so a lot of the audience is like, "Peace out, bro." I want the talk show. If Lono's not talking, I'm not watching. That's kind of the motto of a, a good portion of the viewership uh, here. A good portion of uh, of the audience. So. Uh, was this the same dev on Twitter yesterday or another dev? One of Remedy's entertainment devs chimes in on the Series S, complaining why low-spec console is a problem. Yeah, everybody tried to dismiss him and said, like, oh, he's just the director of communications. Yeah, um, just real quick question. Where, where is he the director of communications? Where is that? Where? Oh, oh, at a company that makes video games. <laughs> Crazy. So it's almost like he's around communicating with, talking with, and in circles of developers and knows firsthand what's going on with the Series S. Interesting. Like, you literally think, because he's not, like, I guess an engineer that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, well, I'll I'll see your complaint that he's just the director of communications, and I'll raise you three lead engineers from id Software. So, stop talking. Like, the adults are talking. The people that work on video games are talking. Stop talking. Just, you're embarrassing yourself. The, the guys from id Software, all their stuff disappeared after the acquisition, by the way. Another thing that disappeared about the Series S. Isn't it mysterious? Isn't it wild? Ward Huff gifts a membership and takes us to 99. Like, three lead high-level engineers from id Software weigh in on the Series S. Acquisition goes through, all those tweets disappear. It's just bewildering. And Tyler Johnson lands the 100 bomb. Thank you so much. Well, not the 100 bomb. He lands the plane of 100 members. Thank you so much, Tyler Johnson. Moves it over from 99 to 100. You are the best. Storm Killer with 12 months, a whole year. Oh, shoot. Haven't had a run like this since Kingfall days. And the Luna Joker. Ryan has changed his name. The Luna Joker going... True to his name is the Agent of Chaos. He bumps it to 101. You guys might be able to snag the 125 goal. We set a really big goal today. We almost never do that. And we usually only bump it by increments of 25. And you guys have absolutely risen to the occasion. Another gifted member from Patrick. Let's see it. We could do 23 individuals. You know, do three more and tempt. There's big boys hiding in the shadows today. They've been kind of watching. They've been kind of choosing their moments. I'm one of those. Enjoy the talk show, the breakdowns, ETC. But once gameplay starts, I'm out. I'll play it myself. No, I, I don't even take it personal. I don't. I, I get it. I really, really do. 
you know like I come here to listen to this guy play guitar and when he starts playing on the drums I leave (laughs) because it's completely different (laughs) if you come here to listen to me talk and I start playing a video game it's very different it's still me but it's not the same right I want you to take it personal. I want you to know it was me. <laughs> Ryan gifts another member and takes us to 103. Thank you so much. And Tom Burton grabs it. Wait a minute. Isn't Tom Burton the name of the guy that made the video claiming that you could do the ratchet and clank thing? Is That's got to be pure coincidence. <laughs> that's got to be pure coincidence. Microsoft just put Halo 5 on PC. Uh, I was I'm I'm looking. Hang on one second. I was trying to see if if there was anybody here. No? I don't think so. I was I was seeing if anybody asked for that. I don't <laughs> What? Hey Halo 5? Halo 5. Alright. Okay. <laughs> you gotta be kidding around. Are you you're trolling? You're trolling. That can't be real. <laughs> that cannot be real. Yo. Ryan Stefan comes in with three months of memberships. Hey y'all, I'm very late. What's good? Exactly my reaction. Yeah, who asked Scrub? That's a huge deal. Wait, no, 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 no. You guys are you're kidding around. Why is that a huge deal? I heard such a reasonable take on the Ratchet and Clank thing from one of the PC hardware rumor leakers. Basically, he said, of course you can run Ratchet and Clank on PC, but you need way better hardware than a PS5 to do it well. Oh, that was something that everybody just glided over, Zubair. It can run! It can run! I- yeah? What kind of a rig do you need to run it flawlessly? A really expensive one. Oh. Cool. So, just to recap, you need a really nice, costly PC. It costs more more than a, a, a PS5. To play that game two years after it came out. Whew, that's a W if I've ever seen one. You know. You certainly got the Insomniac devs. Whew. What a W. Hey! Hey! Hey, you guys over there with your PS5! Did you know that I can play that game on an expensive PC two years later? Ha ha! Ha ha! Pony! You got lied to by the devs! Look at me! Two and a half years later, playing a 10-hour game for $60 on a PC that's like triple the cost of your PS5. Who's the loser? You are. (laughs) You are, bro. (laughs) What kind of a W do you think that is? Really? Wow. You really owned us, bud. You owned me. Man, I bought a, a PlayStation 5 for 400 bucks. 
three years ago, and I played Ratchet and Clank when it came out, and that was an impressive game when it came out two and a half years ago. But you're right, you're right. On your more expensive hardware, you can play the game two and a half years later. Whew, you really owned me, bud. Mm. I'm so glad you spent $60 to give to the company that you're trying to own as you su- support their game. Wow. Whew. Five gifted members from Kofiend. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kofiend. 108... 108- 108 members on the day. Angel, with 12 months. Sorry, I didn't talk much. Always watch you on the TV so there's no chat feature, but I've been here for a while. Watch you religiously. Love the show. Thank you very much. (laughs) Like, listen, listen. I love the fact that PlayStation games are coming to PC. I do. I fully support that. There are people that have clipped me out of context to make it look like I don't want PlayStation games to come to PC. But what I don't abide is this idea that it coming to PC two and a half years later and it runs like standing ovation. You got it to run. Ratchet spins in circles if you don't run it on a good on an SSD. Like congratulations. Like what? The very <laughs> the very thing that they sold the game on with the SSD, which was dimensional tech. It doesn't run well on a non-SSD. Wow. Almost like the, the devs told the truth. <laughs> Critical thinking skills. Like, man, it's like, pretend life is a video game. Invest some skill points in your critical thinking. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> we owned you, all you ponies. Yeah, how'd you do that? Waiting two and a half years to play a game? at an inferior performance in some circumstances unless you really have a nice rig oh people played it on really weak rigs yeah and you had to turn the graphics down and you didn't get the instantaneous loading what what kind of a win are you getting here I don't understand oh but we can play it runs we can play it yeah I I played it at 1440-60 there are people that played it at 4k with ray tracing there are people that played it at 120 hertz refresh and 40 fps on, on, on a PS5 are you playing it at that level? We got it to run on a really crappy rig. Yeah, are you playing it at the level that people played on, on PS5? No? I bet you your PC was more expensive than this PS5. Are you playing Ratchet and Clank on a rig that costs $400? No? Hmm. Okay. Maybe get a calculator and figure this one out. You spent more money, waited a longer period of time, and you played it at lower settings. Who 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 won? I spent less money, played it at higher settings than you, two and a half years before you played it. Who won in this equation? I'm curious. Carry the one, divide by two, and who who won here? It's not about it running, just to claim that the PS5 SSD was critical to playing Ratchet and Clank. That wasn't true. The Insomniac devs never claimed that. But the PS5 SSD is critical to playing Ratchet and Clank in certain circumstances because it was literally coded for it and the dimensional sections run better on the PS5 than a lot of the side-by-side rig comparisons that I saw not every single one there were rigs that ran it as good congratulations your really expensive PC can run Ratchet and Clank dimension sections as good as a $400 console what an achievement. 
Nobody thinks beyond their nose. Like, yeah, look at this. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. How much did that rig cost you? $2,000? Man, what a victory. The dimension sections in Ratchet and Clank run on your $2,000 rig as good as they run on a $400 console. Man, you should enter that PC into an all-star team race. It's like the, the whole conversation was just bewildering to me. So much of it was literally just shutting down fanboys. They were all these PlayStation fanboys that like acted like the, 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 the SSD and the PS5 was, I don't know, a miracle or something. And they would talk smack to PC guys. And it's like, okay, fine. Smack those guys down. They were overstating the PS5. But the reality is... Your really, really expensive PC running Ratchet and Clank as good as a PS5 in the dimensional sections runs on an SD card? Yeah, I've seen the SD card footage and it looks terrible in those sections. You're not proving anything. The original marketing said we couldn't do this dimensional tech without the SSD of the PS5. That is true. The minute you run the dimensional sections and it's not on an SSD, those dimensional sections don't function properly. He's describing how the tech runs. Seamlessly going from one dimension to another. You can't do that without an SSD. Everybody projected into his statement all this nonsense, and here we sit two and a half years later, a bunch of smear merchants and liars creating videos and making money off of a bunch of falsehood. It's just stupid. No rig runs those sections as well as a PS5. I saw at least one rig that ran those sections, and it was like, it was basically neck and neck. Most of the side-by-side comparisons did not run those sections as well. They all fell behind the PS5. <clears throat> the original statement from Insomniac was was so simple, and it and it, it got turned into some. It got turned into a, a couple year long debate with a bunch of morons, is what it turned into on both sides. On both sides. There were PlayStation morons. There were Xbox morons. There were PC Master Race morons. And they all got in a ring and acted like morons together. And it's like, okay. Didn't even sell that well on PC. Surprise, surprise. Alright, we gotta go to this premiere about Starfield. It just started. It just started. Listen, I'm gonna gift the 20 members that I owe you. You guys can work on this during the premiere, though. You can still try to hit 125, alright? Click the link in chat. I'm gonna redirect you and send you over. I'm then gonna debrief with members. There's no playable demo of Starfield at Gamescom. Is that worrying? I I, I don't think so, right? And I'm gonna tell you why. Alright, let's head over.